Hey, welcome to Snarky Democrat. I'm Snarky, and this is my co-host and better half and my wife, Laura. Hi, Laura. Hi, Snarky. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hi. So, uh, it's, our, it's our third podcast. Ooh. Isn't that exciting? Ooh, three. Three. That's cool. the magic number. Um, anyway, let me fill you in. I, so, I was a regular uh, tree-hugging, turn-the-other-cheek-get-the-other-cheek-punched Peace and love, no nukes, save the whales, lefty, for quite some time when I was a younger man. And I'm still those things. But then, for what seemed like years, I had to listen to the right-wing anal beads go on and on about how Dems and liberals were in America and hated the troops and loved the terrorists and they were going to take your guns and put you in camps. And by the way, they still believe that more now more than ever. Anywho, I lived through the Bush years. It was like some crazy nightmare sleepaway camp I was trapped in for eight years and I thought when Barack became president things would be better note I said better not change not exceptional not so not high expectations just better you know well things got better the economy got better things got, except except for the fact that the right-wing blowhole brigade went into hatred overdrive inventing new ways to disrespect and humiliate a fine man, a man with more moral conviction and compassion for humanity in his eyebrow than in all those little empty bottles of Jim Beam that John Boehner's been collecting from mini bars around the world. They asked for his papers. His papers, you know? And not one stinking grown-up in that party said anything. Anything. Not since Stephen Douglas called Abraham Lincoln a race mixer. Has a president been so disrespected? You get upset. Right-wing trolls get upset when I say rude things about George Bush. Fuck you and fuck George Bush. I'm sorry, fuck President Hee-Haw. Okay, and, I'm, and, I, and my apologies to Hee-Haw because I actually liked that show when I was a kid. After Barack beat Mitt Romney in 2012, beat Mitt like he owed Barack money, I said enough and Snarky was born. Okay, so here's my message. Right-wing douchebags are goners. Forget about working with them. You've got a better chance of getting a blowjob from a toothless unicorn. Even if you're a girl. So all those piece-of-shit bloviators, drug addict Rush, O'Reilly, evil or stupid politicians, Cruz, Garmet, Palin, Chris Crispy. You want to meet a dick? You're listening to him. I am all of those toe jams and more. You want to try and reason with those island of misfit toys? Good luck. I'm moving on with the future. And those pieces of shit can go live in the dustbin of history where they will belong. Anyway, that was my intro. <laughs> What'd you think of that? I just think it's really terrible how they have disrespected the office. As much as we hated George Bush, the office of the president is something that we always respected. We just didn't respect the man who was sitting in the chair. They have been so disrespectful. I mean, Congress writing a letter to Iran. I mean, it's well, they should be. Those are traitors. Thank you. Because I was going to ask you. There's a word for somebody on your side right. that sends a warning right. to your enemy, I, and that word was traitor and or treason. Treason. Absolutely. 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 They have been so disrespectful to to him and his family. I just can't believe it. all this guy does is go to work every day, put his head down, and do the very, very best. 
that he can for the United States of America. Absolutely. No, and, and by the way, you found nothing. And everything you predicted has been wrong. I think I say this every week, but I love saying it. Everything you predicted has been wrong. Wrong! Every single thing. Everything. Yesterday, unemployment claims came out. Yeah. Yesterday. Today's Friday. Yesterday right. was Thursday. Right. The lowest unemployment claims since 1973. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> Some of you weren't even born yet. Okay? Now... They, they tried out, it's pathetic, they tried out these twisted arguments. Well, you know, real unemployment isn't... Hey, how about this, right-wing douchebags, okay? Your precious, imaginary, real unemployment went down, too! Imagine that! How about this? Then they'll bring up this one. You've never heard this word in your entire life until Barack became president. Uh, workforce uh, participation. Uh, workforce labor participation number. That's been going down. Hey... Chumps, that's been going down since the 70s when manufacturing started leaving this country. Okay? It's, it's ridiculous. And that's the point, the whole point of Snarky Democrat. We're fed up. I'm fed up. Laura's fed up. You fed up, Laura? I'm fed up. Yes. I'm, listen, I'm... my hand is up to here. It's right up by my chin. I know you can't see it, but my hand I is... Have, put your I hand have... by your chin. My that's how fed up I am. We're okay? fed up. So, let's talk about some stuff from this week. I think the first thing... You know, it's funny. I, was, I thought we were going to be dominated by Trump. And we're going to talk about Trump, of course. Of course. And I thought we were going to be dominated by Trump. But, apparently this morning, <gasps> Hillary Clinton has another email account that we might have to oh, investigate no. her for. But that isn't necessarily so. They reported all of this. In the Times. In the Times. And know, on morning. That conservative paper, the Times, yeah. is attacking Hillary Clinton. Amazing how Republican papers never attack Republicans. I mean, you have to be like out of your mind like Trump to even get remotely attacked by, I, I'm sorry, I didn't read any of the top conservative papers that have actually come out and blasted Trump, you know, vividly, okay? But the Times is attacking Hillary for her, for, for the email account. She had, by the way, I got to say this, I'm, I know I'm, I'm clogging the conversation, sweetie, I'm sorry. That's but, okay. But here's the deal, okay? From what I can tell, number one, they want emails from 2008 because they're investigating Benghazi? Uh, Wasn't Benghazi in 2012? Yes. So you want emails from three years earlier about her gardening plans? Because, how about this? I'm, I'm, I'm going off my own train here, okay? What I want to say is this. You thought you were going to get her for two or three years on four Americans being murdered on American soil overseas, and now you're settling for a server. Doesn't that tell you something? Doesn't that say how pathetic your whole argument's been? You, that, rather, that there's no conviction, there's no... There's no, there's no, no, there's nothing there to your argument. You just want to get Hillary. Well, this morning they came out and they said that they're not even sure that she has anything to do with that. This, she's the target of the investigation. This, right, with this maybe investigation. Right. It isn't even a definite investigation. But she may have nothing to do with this. This may be an investigation that of incidents that occurred after she left. So the New York Times blew this all out of proportion. And had to backtrack. Right. And now we don't even really know what the real story is. Well. And as usual, the Republicans, you got nothing. You and you never have anything. And so let's go after this minor little thing that you don't even know is a story yet. Let's go after the Iran deal before you even read it. This is what they're so good at. I think, uh, interestingly, I personally believe, and, you know, what's my opinion worth? That... It's worth a lot to I, me. I'm, I'm one person. I I'm know, one person, I know. okay? Uh, I think the Clintons thrive on this kind of stuff. Yes. I do. I think they're kind of inside. I know you're going to roll your eyes. 
I think in some twisted way they're kind of like John and Yoko. They oh, they thrive, goes. they thrive under this idea that that. And I hate to say this, they thrive under this idea that people are out to get them. Do I think people are out to get them? Absolutely. Absolutely. I just think they shine under pressure. That's a great way of putting it. Yeah, they really do. You know? They really and, do. And sometimes, and I heard this before in the public discussion, and I happen to agree with it, that I think, I believe that they know that no matter what they do, they're going to be crucified. And they know that. So you know what they do? They do what they want to do. Exactly. Okay? And by the way, when I say they do what they want to do, if there's any right-wing ball sacks out there listening, okay, I don't mean they break the law. I mean, they're lawyers. They are ex-president, a future president, a former secretary of state, a senator, a, f a first lady. I mean, this is, this, is a, this is a, I'm sorry, is this a resume or is this a history book? All right? They don't do anything illegal. I'm sorry, Bill Clinton lied under, under uh, oath once. Yes. Okay, forgetting his... Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so We're not going there. This is about Hillary. Right. And by the way, Hillary didn't do that. A lot of people are, are slinging bullshit at Hillary. I don't remember Hillary ever having an affair. I don't remember Hillary ever being convicted of perjury. I don't remember any of that. She's been a hard worker. You know, there's, I'm sorry to cry this old song again. There's so much misogyny here, it's not even freaking funny. Okay, it's, not, it's so unfunny, I didn't even say fucking. That's how unfunny it is. Well, you know, here's the deal. First it was the black eye, now it's going to be the woman. Oh my God, uh, if you thought this country was racist, uh, wait till uh, you uh, see uh, how much it hates women. Remember, women, they created original sin, remember that? Oh, that's right, all you Bible thumpers. Girls created it all. Men couldn't control themselves because women had to wave that, that fig leaf at them. Anyway. All, all of you women out there know, if a woman could run the country, which we know Hillary is going to be doing. Everything is going to be wonderful. We're multitaskers. Hillary is going to be a great president. Great. And she's going to be a great transition to future progressive presidents that yes. Barack began. This is, this is, is this a Pollyanna vision? I don't know. It could happen. It could happen. We could be there. I will say one thing to Republicans out there. Hillary will crush you. She will crush you. Okay, let's have some fun. Let's talk about Donald Trump. Woo! Woo! Okay, let me throw this out there, okay? Because I seem to be the only person I've been talking to that has this attitude. Trump could destroy all of us. No. He could win. No. Oh, no, my God. No. Here we go. Listen, here, there are... Everyone, every lefty is giddy that Trump is smashing the Republican Party. I disagree. Trump is making those other assholes look like grown-ups. When Trump leaves, those morons will walk in like, oh, oh, is the trash gone? Okay, the real politicians are here. And then, listen, I know they're psychos. I know, they're gonna, I know Ted Cruz is going to say something psychotic, but, he's good. but Trump is filling the hole that they dug, and they're going to start from the level ground. Well, maybe they'll look like milk, no, milk toast next to him. No, I'm telling you, Trump, yeah. has, Trump, Trump is. It looks like Trump is ruining them, but he might not ruin them. And by the way, that nuke, that that toxicity that is Trump could spill over. We're laughing like he's uranium and he's and he's irradiating the right, but he's not going to get us. Are you nuts? Listen, here's here's scenarios, okay? No. Trump, here's the scenarios. Trump is the Republican nominee, and he loses. Believable. Believable. Trump is the nominee and he wins. Unbelievable. Let me tell you something. My dad, a lifelong Democrat, voted for Ronald Reagan in 1980 and 1984. They were called, you know what they were called? 
the Reagan Democrats. Trump's bloviating asshole anti-political wreckness that could catch on. That could catch on. You and I mean he's he's all he's on TV all the time. He knows television. I know. Okay. But he's not going to be president of the Three, United States. This he's is not th- going to win the nomination. They, yeah, there's a thing called the perfect storm. But he and the great thing go- about it, he is going to fuck up the Republican Party, and I am going to sit back and laugh the whole time. Scenario number three: okay. Trump runs third party. He hasn't ruled it out, but uh, apparently this morning on Morning Joke, he was quoted as saying something that sounded like he might be backtracking. But anyway, he's third party. He runs. He pulls a Ross Perot, takes the votes away from Jeb. Hillary wins. Okay. Here's the deal. I like that one. Number four, Trump is third party and causes the Dems to lose. No. Trump, Trump takes, here's the thing. They did that poll. They did a poll. It was, it was uh, uh, Trump as a third party with Hillary versus Jeb. Hillary got like 50, Jeb got 30, Trump got 20. It would have been a tie, but Trump made Jeb lose. What? What if Trump pulls that Reagan Democrat bullshit and pulls 25 from one side and 25 from the other side? There are moderate, there are moderate Democrats out there in Nebraska, moderates who don't like a, a liberal, but will take a business guy. I, I, Democrats? Well, Hillary's a centrist. You know, she's moving toward the left to appease the super progressives. That's what she has to do. But she's ultimately she's a centrist. He's going to put the word Trump. No Democrat on, the, is going to vote for on Donald the front Trump. of the White House. He's going to put the word Trump on the, and he's going to have some goons. He's going to have goons with glasses and not going to have a Secret Service. He's going to have goons with glasses. His his casino friends. Did you see his casino friend at the speech he gave or whatever that was? Hey, I love this guy. Hey, this guy. This that's my president's friend. This is never going to happen. You know, you're making, he's a joke. He's a joke, and when they pull back the curtain of the Republican Party, it's Trump. Trump is the Republican Party. You said He's this before. saying everything that the Republicans say behind closed doors, and they're just sitting there with their thumb up their asses because they don't want to attack him. They don't want to look like the bad guy, but he's them. He's them, and he's going to fuck them up good, and Hillary's going to win. Ta-da! Have I told you I loved you lately? <laughs> <laughs> I love you too. I do. I got to tell you, I, I don't know if I have time to get into this last thing, but I just wanted to mention about um, this little idea I had during the week about the quality of the right-wing arguments and how pathetically it's, it's de-escalated, it's devolved. I mean, now, this horrible story, these four Marines shot dead in yeah. Chattanooga, and they're making a brouhaha because the White House didn't fly the flags at half-mast. Uh, excuse me, 5,000 troops dead in Iraq and Afghanistan during President Roquebelt's turn, and nobody flew a flag at half-mast, and he sent them there to die. So I don't understand another right-wing mock outrage every 20 seconds with these. But my point is, look how pathetic it is. We've gone from whatever it to be, Obamacare will destroy America. Oh, the death panels. What happened to the Sharia death panels? Sharia law will show up. <laughs> I'm going to stick this machine up your uterus so I can show you a picture of your baby playing with himself. By the way, some, some Republican turd said that in an effort to prove that human life was human life. He said something about fetuses pleasuring themselves. Well, if they can pleasure themselves, they're sure as shit a person. Whatever. Gosh darn it. Whatever. They should be able to come out and finish playing with themselves. I say we should just implant guns into fetuses so they can shoot their way out. Anyway, I'm very excited. We have a guest calling in who's going to be coming in any minute now. His name is Angry Bob. He is a 
comedian and a commentator. He has actually been on CN, CNN, CNBC. He was with, uh, he worked with Keith Olbermann. We said, uh, we were talking about yes, him recently. We were talking about I think yeah. he's working at a Jiffy Loop now on Northern <laughs> Boulevard. But uh, he is uh, going to be calling in. He's recently been sitting on, on HBO's Bored to Death. And I will let you in on a little secret about our friend Angry Bob. He's a massive Bernie supporter. And I love Bernie. I love Bernie. I love Bernie. Every Bernie. Democrat loves Bernie because Bernie says what we feel. Right. So he's the Donald Trump, but in a good way, yeah. for the Democrats. And, if, and he's forcing Hillary, here again, to go a little bit more to the left. If everything was good... Uh, about Donald Trump that was bad, a mirror image, a distorted reverse mirror image of Donald Trump, it would be Bernie Sanders, without a doubt. Oh, it sounds like our guest now. Hello? Hello, hello. Hi, hello, is this hello. is this Angry Bob? We were just talking about you to, to, to get you all ramped up before you got here about your work on CNN and uh, your work with Keith Olbermann and you being on board to death. And, and we're singing your praises. And we were also oh, talking. And don't forget, you can see me this season on an episode of the Jim Gaffigan show, too. Look at me. Whoa. Oh, oh look that's at right. You. Congratulations. Congratulations. You're on a brand new show, the Jim Gaffigan show. Hey, muzzle top. And we were also saying about how let me make let me make sure you're, we can hear you. I want to turn you up here. We were also uh, talking about what a Bernie supporter you are. Yes, yes, I feel the burn, big burn guy. Look, I've been following Bernie for years. He's my favorite kind of socialist. He's smart and he tells it like it is. And I am so happy he's thrown his hat and his white hat into the ring. I mean, I support any Democrat, O'Malley. Hillary, whoever gets the nomination is going to get my vote, but up until the point of the primaries, I'm going to be on Bernie's side. He's saying what needs to be said. He's talking to the American people. He's saying things like Citizens United is a load of crap, and that billionaires do not run this country. The people run this country. It means billionaires may have bought the country and pay for everything, but you know what? We have to have the state, too. You know why? Because we're people, and, and people are important, I guess. <laughs> People are important, I guess. <laughs> Greater words than ever. Ever run for president? People are important, I guess. I, I'm, I think I'm leaning towards O'Malley at this. I don't know, but I could be crazy. No, I'm. You know. Oh, what, what, what happened? You were. No, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Laura and I are are strict Hillary people. No we, problem. We are. You know what? Here's the deal. Everyone knows the Clintons. You know the Clintons. You get the good. You get the bad. You get the Clintons. They'll do a fine job. They'll be the Clintons. You know, we'll have to put Bill in a nose switch and keep him away from the secretarial pool, of course. But, you know, they'll do a fine job. But in the meantime, I think Bernie is bringing the party to the left. He's bringing it to a good place. He's making some really good statements. And I'm actually looking forward to it. I hope uh, someone's listening out there. Get Bernie to New York. I want to come see him. I think, I think in my opinion, Bernie is actually performing kind of a vital service yes. for the party because he yes. is the party's rock star. Barack yes. was the party's yes. rock star in 2008, 2012, and he had, he had I, I hate to use this word, Barack had the swag to go with yes. being a rock star. I, I Honestly, Hillary is not 
doesn't have that Barack st- that rock star that Barack star swag. Right, yeah. To me, I love Hillary, but she always kind of reminds me of so the warden of a female prison kind of a thing, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. firm, does a good job, you know? Yeah, she's the principal that we all don't <laughs> want to be caught like running in the hall or chewing gum or whatever. They're so just look at us and go Bueller. Right, right. She, fair, but for... Oh, but wait, also, there's someone else who's doing a great service for the Democratic Party to turn around, Donald Trump. Trump. Oh, yes, yes of yes, course. Yes. Hey, but listen... Donald enough, I'm telling you, you know, there's a lot of Republicans are grumbling that he's actually a secret weapon of Clinton, which would be fantastic. Oh, can you believe I, that? I wouldn't be... Some, it could be a gift from Barack, but I think... I'm hoping. I'm there was, hoping. I mean... There was an article actually today on Politico uh, quoting 21 Republicans all wishing ill will to Donald Trump, all hoping that his time is over. Here's the best part. All 21 only spoke under the condition of anonymity. Nobody would give their name. They were petrified of him, yes. He's a billionaire. He's like a, he's like a, he's like, he's a seven-year-old billionaire. Here's the deal. Whatever is going on, if Bill Clinton called up Donald Trump and said, hey, can you help us out a little bit? This feeds into his ego. He doesn't want to be president. He just wants to run around the country and just, you know, start off all this bullshit. Yeah, um, no, absolutely. But, but, but listen, let me, let me tell you, we were just talking about this before you showed up, and I'm interested in your opinion on it, because I'm the only person of this mind, Lord disagrees with me, I'm actually afraid that like, like uranium... Okay, Trump could could ruin them and then spill over onto us. No, and I think there's I there's a, I could see a scenario where Trump could win. No, no, there's no way. No way. Here's the deal: one, he's not getting the nomination of the Republican Party. He's not. Right. No, no, no. My, in my in my scenario, he wins as a third party candidate because we're so sure he's going to steal votes away from the Republican. He might pull a Reagan and take votes from Democrats and no. put them together and win. Yes. Here's the deal. Look, let's be honest here. Whatever populist message he's giving, he's still out of his mind. Exactly. The only people, the only people are who, are, who are on his side, the Republicans have been trained to love wing nuts. You know, after having their brains soaked with 20 years of Rush Limbaugh and, and Fox, you know, they feel like a Sarah Palin and they're in love. Yes. Like a Sarah Palin on steroids, if you, if you don't mind me saying. <laughs> and, and I really believe that the karma heads of the Republican Party aren't going to allow this guy to get anywhere. And then independents and Democrats are not thinking about reality TV or some guy with stupid hair. They're thinking about jobs. Exactly. About America's future. They're thinking about, you know, important things. Well, i got to tell you right now... Uh uh, you said Donald Trump is Sarah Palin on steroids. I'm gonna I'm gonna quote that on 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 our Facebook page and on Twitter. I'll I'll you're gonna get the credit for it. But that is a brilliant oh, line. Why are you the best, buddy? I, I don't know how to use Photoshop, but I'm gonna actually try to Photoshop the two of them into one person. That is a, an amazing statement. Let me ask you this quick question. Do you think Do you think Trump is petering out? Do you think he's due to 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 peter out? Do you think he's gonna travel along with us for a while? He was on Morning Joe this morning making a few sounds. That sounded like somebody who was planning his exit strategy. Well, you know what? Uh, who knows? You know, you never know. The American public gets bored. You know, they see one shiny object, they're fascinated by it, then another shiny object hits their eyes, and they go, ooh, look at that. So you never know. And right, he may be bored with already. You know, he's the kind of guy that, if, uh, you know, somebody's been shoving their tits in his face. Maybe Melania isn't a big supporter of his. Who knows? 
you know, he could be fourth through. You don't know. I mean, I think he's got legs. I think he has traction. I think if he wants to be the loyal opposition to his own narcissistic egomania, <laughs> and as long as he wants, because he's got money. I don't think he has $10 billion. I mean, I think he's full of shit because they think the bank owns a lot of this stuff. But he definitely has enough money to make, you know, the Lindsey Grahams and, and the, the uh, Jeff Bushes of the world sweat a little bit. And that's a lot of fun. We, we're going to go into our next segment now because, God, every time you've been on, you were on our test runs. That's right. That's We had a great time with you, Bob. Um, we're going to go to our, our last segment where we go over three crazy quotes from Republicans this week. Three batshit crazy quotes from Republicans. And I just want to get your opinion on it, okay? Uh, are, number, we, are we going to have to guess who said it? No, no, no. I'll tell you who said it. I just want to, we're just going to comment on it. The first one is Jeb Bush. Uh, Jeb Bush about his idea about getting rid of Medicare. Uh, and this was the quote. I think a lot of people recognize that we need to make sure we fulfill co our commitment to people that already have the benefits, that are receiving the benefits, but that we need to figure out a way to phase out this program for others and move to a new system that allows them to have something because they're not going to have anything. So in other words, he, what he's saying is, uh, all you old people in Florida that, that I want you to vote for me, don't worry, I won't touch it. The rest of you, i.e. you, me, and Laura, uh, right. fuck off, get old, and die. So right. here's my question. Why would he say that? He's running for president. Because he's an imbecile. You know, everyone's <laughs> what he was the smart push. Right. There isn't a smart push. <laughs> <laughs> this is stupid. There you go. Quote number two tonight from, no, from Angry Bob. Yeah, really. Wow. Exactly. Old people are well, stupid. That answers my question as far as why he would say that. Okay, listen. Eldon Spiney, that's a person's name. Eldon Spiney defends the Confederate flag as part of his heritage and says it, it has nothing to do with racism. His quote, are you ready, Bob? His quote, yeah. it's not an N-word flag. Well, wait, wait, wait. There's one, there's one more addition to this story, by the way, okay? Uh, Mr. Spiney lives in Canada. No. Oh, wow. Well, I heard Canada was moving toward the right. I guess they're trying to get ready for that, you know? But, you know, it's funny. He actually stole that because I remember years ago when people complained about the Nazi flag, Hitler said, oh, no, this is not the J-word flag. It's just a nice design. <laughs> Oh God! Well, we know how that turned out for them, yeah, so we can only hope. Let's go. Right, right, right. Let's go to our final. Uh, our final. This is the best one. I don't know how to. Uh -oh. Fox and Friends. Fox and Friends co-host Brian Kilmeade. I, I, I got real excited. I thought it was Brian Kilmeade, yeah. but apparently it's Brian Kilmeade. I think it was Kilmeade. He changed it to Kilmeade <laughs> <laughs> to avoid fan mail. Listen. That. You heard about the surfer that got attacked by the shark. We all saw the footage. Yes. Okay. Yes. This is what this is what Kilmeade said. I think the most shocking thing is after you hear about those six attacks in North Carolina, these are just swimmers. But then you see a champion surfer. You say, oh my goodness, it can happen anyway. You would think they would have a way of clearing the waters before a competition of that level, but I guess they don't. You have to understand, um, people don't realize, but the old box building in New York was painted with lead paint. <laughs> so people believe that they just fell into all their coffees and their donuts 
And, I, you know, I know we're not supposed to use the R word, but, you know, these guys are cards. I'm sorry. They are. Uh, I, a bunch I of don't people. approve of that word, Bob. I'm sorry. You know, I apologize. I, I, I get to use it once a year, and that's it. I won't use it. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to mention, besides with Mr. Kilmeade's statement, besides the obvious stupidity, I don't know if you noticed, there's the, addis, the added bonus, okay, that he's also implying that if you're more important, like a championship surfer, you're entitled to shark-free waters. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But that's, that's, that's the part and parcel with the corporatist Koch brother Monsanto Citizens United view of the Republican Party. Right. Absolutely. They want freedom. No, they want freedom and they want equality to the people who can afford it. Absolutely. And, and also goes to the great point of the Republican Party of their hypocrisy, which is where they say, we can do it, you can't, and then we accuse you of doing it. Because they always say, we're the entitlement party. But here's Mr. Douchebag saying that if you're a championship surfer, sweep the ocean of sharks. Don't let that championship, let the, let the poor people swim with the sharks. Bob, I have to run because we are so running out of time. You are a great guy. I wish the show was longer so we could do longer, but we're going to have you on again and again and again and again and again. Bob, please plug yourself. Plug yourself. This is a lot of fun. I enjoy it, and I look forward to it. I hope everyone who's listening enjoys what we're doing. Please plug yourself. Oh, oh. Uh, yes, you can follow me on Twitter, at ComicAngryBob. Uh, you can uh, go to my website, AngryBob.org, and be my friend on Facebook. And uh, I do a great comedy show every Tuesday night at 7.30 at the world's famous Greenwich Village Comedy Club at Google Street, New York City. Come on out. Thank you, Angry Bob. Thanks Thank for doing the show. You, we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone, thanks for listening so much. This is Snarky Democrat and his wonderful, beautiful wife, Laura. Visit us on Facebook, Snarky Democrat, on Twitter, at Snarky Democrat, SoundCloud.com, hear this podcast. And don't forget, we have a sponsor, a wonderful website, GigMama.com, G-I-G-M-A-M-A.com, GigMama.com, has all your event entertainment needs, live bands for your weddings, DJs for your Sweet Sixteens, comedians for your parties. Go get GigMama.com. Laura, I love you more than I anything. I love you too. Bye-bye, mm -hmm. everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.